תפילת החברים. בורא יקר ואהוב. Dear and beloved Creator, thank you for all the opportunities you give us for connection, for the opportunity to choose the good anew every morning and for believing in us. Help us to meet your expectations and carry out our role, to be in Narvut, with the friends in all circumstances and reveal your greatness and your steadfast love among us every moment. Help us discover our complete dependence on the friends so that we will come out of Egypt together. Hear the prayer of the friends and help them be in one desire for connection. Please put the love of friends directly in the heart of all the friends. We ask to transfer everything we receive from you to the intention in order to bestow contentment to you. Bless all the physical and spiritual actions of the friends. Amen. The sources about Passover and read about the Exodus exile in Egypt. Yes, this is actually our main topic. For us to feel that we are in a special ascent, though it's called exile. And we attain this exile more and more in all sorts of matters. And the main thing for us is to start feeling how we are dependent on the connection between us. Yes, our entire good future depends on this this exodus from Egypt, where altogether this is a great big step towards us organizing ourselves in the vessel of Adam Rishon, where we were all as one man in one heart, as one mechanism, one system. And this is what we need to now discover in that state, which is called the exile from Egypt, exile from connection, exile from the connection between us, from adhesion between us. And when we want to return from the exile to redemption, and the difference between exile and redemption in Hebrew, Galut, Geula, is the letter Aleph. And we will see that all that's missing is the Creator between us. But the Creator is the force of unity, the force of connection, which sustains us, adheres us, brings us closer, embraces us. And then with his power, with his thanks to him, we can be as one man 
in one heart together, in one circle, in one group, such that we will feel all the members of the group as one, in which I don't feel a difference between me and the others, so much so that it is similar in our structure to the structure of one, to the force of the Creator. That is why to learn this, to, to come closer to this, to scrutinize what this depends upon, this special state that we need to come back to. That is all our work. We actually don't have before us a goal other than discovering that we are far from one another, to discover by what we can come closer to one another, and to execute this nearing until there's no no end, no difference between us whatsoever, any separation between us whatsoever. That's Again, when one properly sanctifies the point in the heart within him, he begins to enter the exile in Egypt. At that time, he begins to see how far he is from the act of bestowal. Then vessels form within him, meaning deficiencies, which the Creator will later be able to fill. There are no questions, so we will continue. It looks like uh, we have the entire process of our work. Right, right. When a person asks for the... When he sanctifies the point in the heart in him, which is the main thing in him, which is the point of the heart that wants to connect with all the hearts to one heart. Yes. Yes, properly to be so. He begins to enter the exile in Egypt to discover how he's not connected to others. That's called the exodus, the exile from Egypt. The exile from connection. And at that time he starts to see each time how far he is from the act of bestowal. It's truly... Not in him, even somewhat. This act of bestowal. And then the vessels form in within him, meaning the deficiencies. And these deficiencies can later, the Creator can later... Uh, he is able to fill them. Meaning we need to see only the things that are within the heart of each and every one to the extent in which our heart is not yet 
filled with love of friends. The moment it fills with the love of friends, then our hearts will connect between us to one heart, and then the Creator will be revealed in this special heart. What does it mean that a person sanctifies his point in the heart properly? How to understand that? He wants through the point in his heart to shine to the other hearts so that they will awaken as well and will want to be connected, to connect. In any case, the beginning of the of counting starts from the questions to the Creator. First me, then the ten. First me, then the friends. How to invert it? So it will be first the friends, then me. That will be inverted on its own. You just have to think about all of you together. You have all of you being together, that towards the Creator, it cannot be apart. The friends apart, the Creator apart. It has to all be as one whole. The Creator, in essence, does not receive the request of an individual. He receives it only if it's for the ten. But less than the ten, it's like the Creator doesn't understand. For him, ten is as one. Because otherwise there is no partsuf, there's no connection. Otherwise, there isn't that same creation or accumulation like in spirituality. That's exactly the problem. The root of the question comes from me. I want to say that first I, but I is the ten. So how to, how to invert it, how to do so that the ten will be me. The malchut is me. How to invert it? Simply think that you're in the ten and you're constantly connected with them. And they receive the decisions and do everything. And for them, without them, you're nothing. I heard from you that we come to the one heart when each one of the friends fills his heart with love of friends. Can you describe what it means? What is exactly that state where the heart is filled entirely with the friends, with the love of the friends? When I don't feel a difference between attaining the goal, I'm not talking about the corporeal, earthly life of ours in which we are in. 
but rather I'm talking about our spiritual life, which is built on the ten only. There's no less than the ten, and there's no more than the ten. That's why this is how we need to relate through such a prism to look at nature. That only the ten. I want to turn to the Creator. I need from within the ten. I need to receive something from the Creator. I need to be with the ten. Not nine and not eleven, but rather specifically the ten. This is when we connect all kinds of qualities, connecting of bestowing with all the different forms between them and a complete system is created. This is why there cannot be more or less. Hence, it is all built in this way. Good morning, dear Rav, dear friends. Uh, to elaborate on the friend's last question, during the Congress, we felt uh, as one, one heart, one vessel. Now, from what I hear in the lessons, many friends and their own tens are, are in descents. So it feels like the mountain is that much higher to get to the point where we feel like we're one again. What is the process to feel as we are in one heart in even a stronger way coming out of these descents? Thank you. We must understand that all that the Creator has prepared for us is for our benefit, it's so that we will come to the purpose of life. And it's upon us to just be drawn to as much as possible to that goal. The goal is connection. Ideal connection, complete connection between us, like a ball, where each of us will connect to each of the parts of the ball. It's so much so that no one will feel that he's in some corner but rather he's in the center of the sphere. That's what we need to yearn for. That is our work. To the extent in which we want to be this way, connected with the entire globe, meaning eventually with all of humanity. Just like Barasulam tells us in the last generation, and we need to truly attain as much as possible connection with everyone. Of course, we're not capable because we're human beings and we're limited in frameworks and the structure of this world. But what we can 
Hindus depict this situation where I truly want it to be so. Not now. Not meaning in the structure of today, but in a structure in which I can depict to myself that we are certainly in a system which is whole. And in this system, if I enter, I feel myself as being truly in the center of the system. And also the second and the third, like this, no one's lying where he feels himself in the center of the system. And there, in the center of the system, he is in connection with everyone. Actually, in that point of the one connection, and together with the Creator. One's connection with the friends becomes his connection with the Creator. And this is what we are going to attain. That's it. What else do I want to add? That our daily lessons seem to repeat themselves that they're not so so much renewing us something and it's not true the problem is in us as we are not sharp enough and therefore it appears to us that there's no innovation here from lesson to lesson from one word to the next but it all depends on the extent in which a person opens his heart and lends an ear to hear the internality of the words. So please, I recommend to you, read at home ten more times every single verse that we're learning. Slowly, slowly. And this will work and expand your vessels of reception. Number 18. The benefit in the exile was the feeling that the will to receive is a sin. And this is the reason to decide that there is no other choice but to try and acquire vessels of bestowal. And this is the meaning of the Creator's answer to Abraham, the patriarch, about his request for guarantees for the inheritance of the land. You know for certain that your seed, etc. And they shall... And they shall and they shall afflict them, etc. And through the exile, they would come to discover that the hair's breadth 
as a sin. And then they would accept the real work in order to detach themselves from the sin. Meaning that the Creator told Abraham, I am bringing you to a land, to a place, to a desire. Land, Eretz, is desire, which is very special. In which you will feel how far you are from me. You will feel the exile in all its power, in all its intensity. It'll be bad for you. You'll feel bad and no good. And that's on one hand. And on the other hand, you will attain that this state that you're in called Egypt. Mitzra. Mitzra. And you'll attain a in this state that it's the best possible state to exit your ego, to emerge from your ego and from this state. And he was happy that he came to this exile. That's how they entered the end the land of Egypt. When Abraham asked for assurances for the inheritance of the land, that he will take the desire, Eretz, land of desire, for him to take this desire and change it from in order to receive to in order to bestow. So the Creator told him, be certain that you will manage to do this this is called the inheritance of the land where you will feel, feel these desires and know how to overcome them and invert them from in order to receive to in order to bestow and then you will exit there with great assets as in you entered the land of Egypt in such a way that you didn't even know exactly what's going on with you what governs you the evil inclination and how much it is and to what extent and you'll exit Egypt ready with you bowing the evil inclination and emerging as an a free people. And this is what we need to attain mostly in the exile from Egypt. The benefit in the exile was the feeling that the will to receive is a sin. And this is the reason 
to decide that there is no other choice but to try and acquire vessels of bestowal. This is the meaning of the Creator's answer to Abraham, the patriarch, about his request for guarantees for the inheritance of the land. Know for certain that your seed will be strangers, etc., and they shall afflict them, etc. Through the exile, they would come to discover that the hair's breath is a sin, and then they would accept the real work in order to detach themselves from the sin. Учитель, спасибо. Здравствуйте. Учитель, вот мы сейчас все вместе на данном этапе. Мы входим в from the spiritual, from love, connection. We're starting to understand how the ego controls us. Then we start hating it to the extent in which we recognize how it controls us. And we'll want to rid ourselves from it but we're not going to be able to. We will try, we won't succeed. We will try, and we can't, and so on. Until we come to such despair that we will turn to the Creator and scream, cry out for Him to take us out of this ego. And when we come to the true cry, from the depth of our hearts, together. Then the Creator will hear us and will take us out of Egypt. How is the feeling of sin expressed? by wanting to use the will to receive for oneself and not to correct it. Good day, friends. Rav, you said earlier that each day we have to aim ourselves What's the standard according to which, or rather, what can we use to to measure how we can aim ourselves so we can focus at the Creator? Only the connection between us gives us one thing that we're not immersed in our in our personal will to receive of each and every one of us, but ready to exit one's will to receive and to connect with the friend. That's one thing. 
The other thing is that he's willing to help a friend in connection, and that's already not that he just came out of the will to receive, but he also does some form of action in order to bestow, meaning he receives the vessels of the friend wanting to help them, and from coming to connection between them, where it's not in one or in the other, but between them, they want in this connection to attain the Creator, a force that connects between them, shares between them. And that's what's important for them. And then in such a way, when they seek the Creator, they find a, the central point between them, the connection between them. And in strengthening this connection, they start to emerge out of Egypt. This central point is called the Creator. And that's considered that when they exit Egypt, the Creator is before them, either as the pillar of of cloud or as the pillar of fire. Salam, My friend asks, Metinde bir saç teli kadar mesafenin günah olduğunu keşfedecekler diyor. Bunu keşfetmek neden bu kadar zor? Neden bunun keşfine hemen gelemiyoruz? Because we were born. Because we were born in the desire to receive for oneself. And if he feels that he is enjoying, then he gives us a certain form of attraction to it. We feel that in such a way we fill ourselves. And that's how we advance. We advance towards filling, not towards the goal. Until we attain that the filling is in one place and the goal is in another place, it takes time. And then, in our great effort, in our forces, we change the direction of our development. Nella terra d'Egitto siamo in esilio e nella terra della The land of Egypt, we're in exile. In, in, we're in exile in Egypt. And the land of Bestol is the land of the Creator. Is there a land that's truly ours? We have no place. There is no land of Israel. There's no desire to bestow. On the side of the Creator, where there are the souls of people, there isn't. 
before we return from Egypt, we come from Egypt, we enter through the Red Sea to the Sinai Desert. We receive the Torah. After that, we go to battle with the seven nations that are here in the land of Israel. And then we enter the land of Israel. We battle with them and acquire and receive it through wars into our authority. Meaning it's not the desire to bestow that's before us. And we need to battle and acquire it and to invert it from in order to receive to in order to bestow and then it will be ours and only in such a way we come to a desire to bestow the land of Israel the land of direct to the creator where it's all inclined towards the creator this is what is before us to do. Well, we will do it. Don't worry. This is already clear to us what we do, and our generation is ready for this. And we will move through. So, so we live with the merit of the past and the vision to the future, and we're in the middle somehow? For the time being, we are in the land of Egypt in our desire to receive. And our ego, called Pharaoh, is ruling over us. And we need to try and come to a state where he will open up the a point of exit from the ego, meaning from Egypt, and the entrance to the land of Israel. We are, you know, in this boundary, this border, and that's why precisely we come to the day of Passover. Passover from the word to pass over, to skip over from Egypt to the land of Israel. Appoggio quindi i piedi nella fede, solo nella fede. So I plant my feet only in faith, only in faith. Only in the connection with the friends. We have to do it only in that, because when we are in Egypt, we are still as strangers to one another 
and beyond outside the border of Egypt in the land of Israel we need to be friends to one another so we are in that point of transition how to make ourselves into from strangers to one another how to turn ourselves into friends to Dear Rav, I see the state of Pharaoh and Egypt as a state of transition, a holy state that the Creator gave us. If so, how can I strengthen the connection with the friends even during a descent? And what is that transitional point from Egypt in the connection between us? When you will feel that you can deal with all the forces that separate you, then you can say that you came out of Egypt. Excerpt number 19 from Rabash. In the state of Lolishma, a person feels that he is regarded as Israel. But when a person wants to begin the work of bestowal, meaning to have vessels to receive inner light, when he wants to emerge from self-love, then he comes into the exile of Egypt. That is, then a person sees how he is remote from dvikut with the Creator in equivalence of form. Instead, whether in mind or in heart, the klipa of Egypt governs. Meaning, the more he advances towards the truth, he sees how distant he actually is from in order to bestow. In that state, he sees that he is far from being Israel. Instead, he is in a state of Jacob, a state of katnut, of smallness from the words akiv, heal, and sof. In other words, he is in utter lowliness, seeing that each day he is further from the Creator and has no grip on Kedusha. This is called the exile in Egypt. Again, 19. In the state of Lolishma, a person feels that he is regarded as Israel. Whereas, when a person wants to begin the work of bestowal, meaning to have the vessels to receive the inner light, then he wants to emerge from self-love. Then he comes into the exile in Egypt. That is, then a person sees how he is remote 
from Dvikut with the Creator in equivalence of form. Instead, whether in mind or heart, the Klippa of Egypt governs. In that state, he sees that he is far from being Israel. Instead, he is in a state of Jacob, a state of Katnut, from the words Akiv and Sof, heel and end. In other words, he is in smallness from the words, I'm sorry, is in utter lowliness, seeing that each day he is farther from the Creator and has no grip on Kedusha, which is called the exile. Good morning, Rav. How do we build an inner connection between us in order to convince one another according to the importance of bestowal? How to do this? How to take this importance and make it this way? Try to show this as an example to all the friends that you bestow to them, you want to bestow to them, you want to help them, support them. Rabash writes, when the people of Israel were in exile in Egypt and were under the governance of Pharaoh, the king of Meitzariam, the narrow sea, and wanted to emerge from his governance, they could not. It was still unclear to them what it means to work in order to bestow and not for oneself's own sake. Although they wanted to work for the sake of the Creator, and they saw that they could not. Yet they always had excuses as to why they cannot aim in order to bestow. And they did not feel that they were so far from the Creator. Because they had excuses, and even though they were far from the Creator, it wasn't because of any fault. Thanks, Rav. We learn that the main part of our work is scrutiny of where we are, what are we doing. When does this scrutiny between where I am in Egypt or in Israel turn into an action, turn into a step towards freedom? When you come to that, first of all, you have to stand on the exact point of where am I in order to bestow or in order to receive? What's which side of the border, Egypt or Israel? First, scrutinize that. How can we scrutinize a scrutiny of truth? Because we often fear that if we scrutinize the truth, then we will lose strength. So how can we do a true scrutiny? Throw everything away. If we're despaired, we're not despaired. We throw it or not. We want to know the truth. 
That's the main thing. I don't care what to do. If I live or die, if I'm despaired or happy, I want the truth. And then I scrutinize. Uh, the person within himself needs to be honest to himself as much as he possibly can. Otherwise, he won't attain even 1% of the truth ever. Living a lie all his life. Can the ten help us in that? Under the condition that a person annuls to the ten in order to attain that thing. And when the truth becomes clarified, does the demand become stronger? Does that strengthen our progress? We'll read it again. 21. If a person is placed under this rule, like the nations of the world, then he is in exile, and then he is regarded as an idol worshipper, and then there is room for prayer that the Creator will help him out of this exile. And then it can be said, now, meaning once he is in exile and regarded as an idol worshipper, it can be said, now the Creator has brought us closer to his work, meaning to work in the work of the Creator and to not work for the governance of idol worshipping. This is called the exodus from Egypt, when all the works are for the Creator. For this reason, we relate the commandments to the memory of the exodus from Egypt. Only then, once we have come out of the exile in Egypt, can we keep the commandments because of the Creator's commandment and not for other reasons. We have a few questions here in the hall, Roy. I wanted to ask, it's very prominent, as much as we get deeper into this process of exiting Egypt, we see how necessary it is to open the heart and to invest in the love of friends. And against that, you just see how much it is opposite, how shut off your heart is. So ask, you're not requested to open your heart. And the Creator holds the heart. So ask Him to open them. And how is that connection of hearts created? How do we create the connection of hearts? That's also done by the Creator. Everything is done by the Creator. All I need to do is to ask, like a small child, knowing nothing. He's only nagging you so that you'll do it. What does the ability to request depend on? The ability to request depends on your deficiency to receive what you're asking for. 
the deficiency for that depends on the environment how much the environment shows him that he also, uh, also wants to attain that and then envy, lust and honor put pressure on you when you're asking that's clear so the process brings you on one hand to the awareness that you have nothing and on the other hand it brings you to ask the creator to give it yes yes it's also clear if I can ask another question earlier you talked about how renewals or innovations in the lesson depend on us to deepen in what is written and also to get deeper even in the lesson what is this thing of extracting the maximum from the lesson I didn't understand. I see upon myself that every lesson with you is like Ensof. We receive an eternity here. And what you give, I feel I miss out on a lot of what you give during the day. So what does my ability to grasp on the maximum amount that you give depend on during the lesson? The ability to grasp on the lesson to the maximum depends on how much you are in your friends. How much you're in your friends. What does it mean to be in the friends? That one is ready to simply to annul them, into them, to receive from all their vessels, all the vessels, all the impressions, everything that they have. He's ready to absorb. He's ready to help, to pay for it as much as he can. And what can we do against all these walls that block you from the hearts of the friends? This is done on purpose by the Creator so you won't forget Him. That there is a person, a group, and the Creator. So wherever the Creator should be in it, He reminds you that you're not yet seeing these corners. I simply don't know what to do, what to do with this this uh, state of being blocked towards the friends. I understand the process in the intellect, but I cannot break through that beyond the intellect. A day will come, and this will open, and you'll see how everything becomes clear. Yes. The corrupt conducts in the states of humanity are the very ones that generate the good states. And each good state is nothing but the fruit of the work in the bad state that preceded it. Indeed, these values of good and bad 
do not refer to the value of the state itself, but to the general purpose. Each state that brings humanity closer to the goal is considered good, and one that deflects them from the goal is considered bad. By this standard alone is the law of development built. The corruption and the wickedness that appear in a state are considered the cause and the generator of the good state. So that each state lasts just long enough to grow the evil in it to such an extent that the public can no longer bear it. At that time, the public must unite against it, destroy it, and reorganize in a better state for the correction of that generation. Yes, and this is how we roll from one time to another, from one time to another. That each time what seems to us evil, if we in our development, we attain it to be evil, we can't stand it, we stand up, we ruin it, and we move on. That's how it is. Sadly, this is if people don't hear the Kabbalists, and by them they cannot see a bit more forward, but rather see how much we're advancing, then we're always discovering the evil. This can take years. And only then we agree that we have no choice but to ruin the evil and to advance to something better till this good will develop and seem bad again to us. This is how we advance from bad to good, from the good to the bad in it. This is how it is every time. Till maybe one day Humanity will accept the advice of the Kabbalists and will agree to develop according to a different means. None of the egoistic feeling of what good. You cannot uh, gather because of all these differences. What is the means by which humanity will exit this hell? Only if we will come to a state that we have spiritual force, it will never be corporeal, a spiritual force by which we can bestow to humanity, and humanity will turn to us to see how did we, how can we, according to what rules, what values are we uh, intending to exist and they will understand that this is the truth. So how can we, this means that needs to serve humanity, how should we respond to all these events happening on the outside because now we see the evil as if revealing. And we don't see the evil revealing in us and we demand the unity and the correction 
So how can we use what's on the outside in order to correct ourselves to reveal the evil in us? That's not the way. We see what's developing outside. We respond to that out of our development. Our responses enter into the general system and then this general system is changing bit by bit, turning around. And by that, the world is... The horrors that happened in the world during World War II, not only in Europe, in Japan and Asia as well, until today humanity is trying to digest the measure of that horror. All these things also helped humanity to advance science and medicine and many things started there that yielded good for us for today, things that we love today are results of all kinds of horrible processes that we're scared of today. So I wanted to ask, I don't even know how, how to change the way we relate to the evil we see in the world. And also what we see today, how to change our relation to it so that we can see that the Creator is behind that for for the best of humanity. That's an incorrect path of development where we first reveal the evil and then we gradually develop the good. That's an incorrect way of developing. We need to develop in the contrary way. We need to do everything in every place with our strength as much as it is possible through our requests to the Creator as much as that is possible to invite the positive forces in nature. To call out to the Creator, to invite Him that He will be in everything. And and afterward, we can then implement those forces. We don't need to go through the evil in order to recognize the good, to ask for it and reach it. In the beginning, we need to organize organize ourselves in such a way that we can understand that the evil doesn't exist. It exists only in us, but really the whole world is absolutely good. I always wanted to ask this. Is it correct to say that the Creator takes the whole of humanity under consideration, not every individual, so that some suffer, everyone advances? It's not always that way, but there is something in what you're saying. That's called the relationship between the individual and the...
ourselves and uh, and all the burden of uh, responsibility is only on us. If we, men and women, understand in the same place we are in now, the place of connection, and from that connection we will feel our connection with the Creator, that will be enough in order to invert the world. The world doesn't need much. All these billions of people are very small desires which can do nothing out of their own will. Our desire to connect and to connect around us the whole of humanity in a good and pleasant attitude, that desire is thousands of billions times greater than all the forces that are in humanity. So we don't need to be concerned about that. We need to be concerned only with how we will be the representatives of the good attitude toward everything, that we will be the representatives of the Creator in the degree of our world, and then everything will be okay. Today, New York is with us. Let's give them the question. The question was just answered uh, there. I was going to ask if, um, what, what can we teach the world out of this? Like, how can we bring the world closer through this? But it, it seems like you've, that we don't have to teach them anything from this, but just concentrate on our connection. That'll bring that, that'll do the job. Is that correct? <laughs> Correct. We don't need to go to the world and start distributing all kinds of things there. All in all, we need to care about having a tight connection between us. And when we feel that we are truly in one heart, In that, we will go out to the whole world and the whole world will feel our force as a positive, necessary, and the only force that can correct. ...between us. Read the article of Rabash about the meal about how important the meal is, even more important than the study, because in the study, each one turns to the Creator, and in the meal, each one can be connected with his friends together, and then they turn to the Creator, meaning a meal can correct the group more than the study, than the lesson. So try to do that and seven. Uh, dear Rao, uh, I have related questions and also my friend from Esa has question if it's okay. So we need to reveal we, we need to reveal the evil, but we should 
only reveal it inside and never reflect to our friends outside. Is it right like that? And this just uh, not includes our tan, but it also includes all worldly. This love language. Is it right? Nahon. Correct. So then my question, real question is that, so if uh, we witness uh, something like that, that uh, not, love, not love language, but vice versa is used between friends, what should be our approach? Immediately to extinguish it and to turn it into love, to connection. There, where there is hatred, can immediately be, it can be immediately replaced with love. Uh, and my friend will ask if it's okay also. What is the first condition so we can be the representatives of the Creator? To love each other. To love each other. Look at how you are such beautiful young girls. And you also send me these hearts. So let us together, but together, that is the problem, to connect everyone together and relate that way to the Creator, and then you will certainly succeed immediately. So it is all in your hands. Okay? We still have Latin 15. Woman, Latin 15. Two questions from our 10. The first is, will it be good to ask to pray for the, our governments will know how to connect everyone or simply ask for the connection between us. I think it's easier and better and more correct for us not to go through governments where there are very egoistic and corrupt people sitting there, but to turn through the Creator, as it is written, make peace upon high and He will make peace with us. That's how it should be. Дорогой Раф, как совместить это, чтобы я чувствовал, как чувствовать себя в мире, быть 
precisely because of that that you are the most uncorrected one in the world. So because of that you can be a representative of humanity toward the Creator. As the last one, the most uncorrected person in the world, you'll be able to stand before the Creator and say, I ask for everyone, not for myself, but for everyone. Correct everyone. But I'm like a rag. Very good. That's, that's great. I remember how Rabash told me that now you're a rag like me. And I've told my students that several times. That now you know that I'm, you're a rag like me. But he was saying about himself that uh, he's as if a rag, and then now I'm also a rag. For me, that was really like receiving some kind of uh, an, uh, a medallion, a big medallion. 